0: Welcome to 33 Dreams of Indy. I'm your host, Robert Earl, and today we're joined by Christian Rasmussen, the driver of the number six J. Howard driver development uh, team for the USF 2000. Christian, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I um, want to jump right in. Uh, Portland, we at least want to talk about race one because race two didn't quite go the way that you wanted to. I'm sorry to, to bring that back up to you, but... Uh, Tell me a little bit about the overview of the weekend, and then uh, specifically into the races.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we started out in the practice session uh, in the first practice session where it was wet, pretty good. We started out being fastest there, uh, and obviously that being my first time on the track, we thought that was pretty good. And um, the following practice session, we were within like the top five, uh, and we ended out fifth in the first qualifying. Um. So yeah, starting 5th uh, in the first race, we got uh, we got away pretty good and uh, and managed to get 3rd on the first lap. Um but yeah, we just didn't really didn't really have the pace for more than that and just kind of followed followed the pack uh, from there. And ended out and and ended out 3rd in in that race. Um So yeah, I mean it was it was good. It was my 5th uh, podium position in five races, uh, so you could say that that's a pretty good momentum. Um, but obviously, yeah, we we wanted, be, we wanted to be first. I always want to be first, but uh, yeah, that was not quite possible, and we had to to take what we could get there. So, right, good right. right. Satisfied. Second race,
0: and and I got to commend USF 2000 was the only series all weekend that made it through uh, turn one, turn two, the the festival chicane clean um right. yet you uh you had a puncture uh of a tire that uh came up in the in the second race correct
1: yeah um yeah i had a uh, I had a little touch with the Neves' spec tire with my front tire which uh which destroyed the the thing that you put the air into uh, yeah. the little uh yeah. yeah. the stem stem it valve and and yeah, it, uh, valve. popped it off there yeah, yeah. exactly and uh, and yeah, that was it. That was just very unfortunate that, that it just hit that little valve. Um, but yeah, I mean, we once we got into the pits and got out again, we we really showed uh, that we had the pace. I was very consistent and was running uh, well faster. I did fastest race laps just over and over and over again. Yeah. Um. But yeah, obviously that was that was not quite enough when when we were that much back. So
0: lap. 18 was your fast lap of the race um Mm -hmm. so it was something that you were able to continue to keep that pace not just uh when you came right out of the pits to be able to go to it nothing with the cooper tire uh just one of those racing things that it happened to hit the uh uh, stem valve and be able to pop that up and you to, to be able to come back what goes through your mind when you get back out on the track Uh, You were also back with some drivers that uh, were making their first appearance at USF 2000. Tell me a little bit about that mentality of you being a little bit of probably ticked off under the helmet, but also getting back out there.
1: Of course, I mean, of course you're you're disappointed in in a way because you know it's not going to be the result that you hoped for. Uh, But I mean, there's just nothing you can do. You just have to keep your head down. We went into the pits and got out again and. Obviously it takes a couple of laps to warm up the, the new tire and so on, but once I got that done I think I just got my head down and and tried to do the best I could. Um I mean obviously you you didn't get the result but you can still show showcase that you can still drive and you can still get back bounce back from uh from from that. So it's that's that's important as well, I think.
0: Yeah. Kind of a story of your season, if I looked at it overall, if we removed four finishes that you've had and gave you an extra 20 points, and that's not the way that racing works, you'd be right in the podium position for the season. If you added 20 points on, you'd be right in third place. Uh, Kind of that uh, um, got on a streak of consistency and then had uh, St. Pete, uh, uh, remembering way back when, and then this race in Portland but you're showing a lot of that pace over all this season. How would you rate your overall season? I know you're probably overly critical on yourself.
1: I think that we have had a very unlucky season, to be honest. Uh, I mean, first race at St. Petersburg was just unlucky that we had had Darren Keane spin in front of us, and and that kind of took us out. Um, and then again at uh, Road America, I, where I was taken out from behind. Um, it's just all very unlucky things. That's just a part of racing, unfortunately. Uh, but if we, yeah, if, like you said, if we didn't have those results, we just, we would have been right there. Um, obviously, we didn't have a great weekend in Indianapolis. Um but yeah, I mean that's it's it's all racing, and and if we didn't have those results, it would probably not be the same right now. But uh, I think I think I've shown that that I am that I'm a good racer and that I can be right up there. So um, so yeah, hopefully people will look at that and and we can have a good good season next year.
0: Yeah, you know, and and you strung that together for folks who don't know at eight podiums last year in the uh, F4 US uh, Championship. Uh, Most victories of any driver, five uh, last year, and then uh, backing it up this year with the uh, the victories that you've had, and then being able to also uh, put the podium finishes together. So uh, uh, fantastic. Racing influences, growing up, you're in a country that maybe does not have as many named racers. Um, you're, you're look like you're a little bit taller. How did you not, how'd you stay out of speed skating or some of the winter sports and get into the, uh, racing side of it?
1: I mean, it's, it's, uh, my dad has, uh, has a car dealership, so I've always been into cars. So it came pretty natural that it was, that it was cutting that I got into. Um, I got into it as a very young age. I started cutting when I was five years old. Wow okay so it has just been my my whole life I mean I've I've done other sports uh growing up uh but it was just I mean it was just karting that was the most exciting for me so that that has always been my number one priority and uh and yeah I mean that's that's what I've been doing my whole life and that's what I'm trying to make a living out of
0: and there's a lot of drivers that look at it as the Let's go from karting over to Europe, and you're coming the other direction. So, talk about some of the adjustments you've had to make, um, how it's uh, uh, different racing here in the states, and in, in comparison to over in uh, in Europe.
1: Um, I mean, we we had a we had some some different offers in Europe, and uh, and we just found that the budgets in Europe were were very. High compared to the United States, and that's why we came over here. Um, the racing, compared, I think, is just as competitive. Uh, I think the U.S. is just as competitive as any, everywhere else in the world. um So I mean, I really enjoy enjoy racing over here. I, I like the whole culture that there is around racing. I mean, going to the Indy 500 was just a, an amazing experience for me. Looking at like all the people, and and it's it's just huge um so yeah i mean i i really enjoyed it over here and and hopefully i can i can make a living out of racing over here
0: it's it's a world cup and a super bowl combined into one uh mm-hmm. that experience yes. on race morning and the way that it it builds up so you talked about indianapolis one of my favorite tracks is just down the street from it and i've seen some some great drivers uh the late uh, um uh dave east that uh, was, was able to run there I saw Casey Kane in an early sprint car run at Lucas Oil Raceway. So tell me a little bit about uh, that oval experience that you got this year.
1: Um, That was very cool. I actually really, really enjoyed that. Um, We kind of struggled the first part of the weekend and uh, in the first practice session and the qualifying and ended up uh, qualifying 16th on the grid, which is my worst qualifying in a very, very long time. Uh, but obviously, being my first time on the oval, we had to figure some stuff out. Uh, but then we had a practice session after the um, after the qualifying, and I okay. ended up fourth. Um, so we kind of just in between there, we figured something out. <laughs> uh, I think I figured something out on the driving part, and and the team probably figured out something with the car. Uh, so yeah, it, it all just came together, and um, and we managed to. Yeah, I get a lot of positions in the race. Uh it was very funny. I mean, I've always been told that okay, you can't overtake in the oval, but but even though I, I managed to get the hard t- hard charger award and and I managed to overtake quite a bit of people. Um so yeah, I mean, it was a great experience. Uh obviously we wanted to start up uh, a little higher than than 16th, but uh yeah, I mean, you got to you got I mean, you have to work with what you've got and uh, and that's what we did. So
0: I posted it's not part of next year's season to go to Richmond. I would love to see the USF 2000, uh, the whole road to Indy, the Indy Pro 2000 and the Indy Lights take on the Richmond track. I think the cars are suited to it, the speeds and the way that you have to drive it of backing up the corner so that you can get on the gas sooner, especially when you come out of turn two there. That will be a fantastic experience for you at some point to be able to do. Uh, and I think your level needs more seat time on the ovals. I'll get off my soapbox for a second, so that's me uh, pitching for that. Plus, I just want to see the the show. Follow you on Twitter, looking through that. Uh, it's racing, 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 and and I know that that's something that uh, I'm I'm sure that you're doing. Yet, tell me about when you're not in the car, what do you do to, a uh, um, little downtime, what do you do to focus, or is it 80-20 on racing?
1: I mean, the past uh, the past few years, I've been going to school back in Denmark uh, and taking a, a business education back home. Well, okay. um, so a lot of the time have have gone into that as well so it has been like flying back and forth all the time going wow, back okay. and then going back racing again um so obviously that has been taking a lot of a lot of time but i i graduated this year well, and uh, yeah. so thank you and and now i'm done with that uh, so now it's just a uh, full-on focus on the racing and and obviously i enjoy being in the simulator being uh being in the gym and, and stuff like that. Um, but when I'm back home, I really I also really enjoy being with my friends, uh, going to well taking different road trips in my little car we have back home, or going to the beach or whatever we can we can figure out doing. So uh, and yeah, and now I'm in Orlando with my with my teammate here, and I also really enjoy being with them. So obviously I don't have to to go back home to go to school. So that give, gives me some other possibilities to just stay over here and and enjoy the life in the U.S. So, yeah, Yeah.
0: enjoy our weather that we have Uh, there. The rest of the country is talking about fall and getting ready for football. And we're just getting started with summer here in Florida. So that's that's why I chose Clearwater and and enjoy uh, being here. Uh, Living in paradise is uh, not it can't be beat. Uh, I love to give a shout out to sponsors. Uh, You wouldn't be here without your sponsors. So give you an opportunity to recognize uh, some of your sponsors.
1: Obviously, uh, I mean, the Danish Federation is doing a lot for me. Uh, DSU, Team Denmark, uh, Dansk Metal. Um, Without them, I I couldn't be here. Uh, They help a lot of young drivers back in Denmark. And they do a really good job on on developing us us young kids. Um, Jan Paulsen is uh, my main is my main sponsor. Without him, I I, I wouldn't be here. Um, and yeah, I mean I've I mean it's it's the sponsor that's run this this sport, and without them, it not any of us drivers could be here. So it's a uh, that's a very very important part, and and they have to be. Be recognized as well
0: most definitely they they do and you also uh posted about make a wish tell me a little bit about make a wish and being accepted into that program
1: yeah uh i mean first of all i think i think they are doing great stuff for these kids um for me uh, personally it's uh i think it's just a great great cause i i was i'm i'm, I'm an a danish ambassador for them um, and, uh, I also got the opportunity to help out a kid uh, back in Denmark. Um, uh, he got a, he got a gift from Make-A-Wish for him to go to the United States actually and see a NASCAR race. Wow. Uh, and I was, uh, I was selected to hand him that gift, uh, together with some, some other Danish racing drivers and actually the Danish Prince as well. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, I just I, I, love the, uh, I love their work and I really wanted to, to get involved and, and they accepted me as their ambassador. So, so I'm very happy with that.
0: Quite an honor and, and I'm sure you'll uh, continue to uh, put them in a good light to go through it. Shift gears, Laguna Seca, a lot of folks have not been there before because it's been off of the series. How do you prepare for Laguna Seca? and uh get ready for closing out the season on a high note you're currently fifth in points a 12 behind Colin Comiskey. Uh how do you actually catch Colin and uh be able to put a good weekend together
1: um i mean the the prep is like always i mean I've obviously going to the gym a lot uh keeping my fitness at the highest level that i can uh yeah, and being in the simulator, I spend a lot of time in the simulator as well to prepare. Uh, obviously, Laguna Seca is such a cool track, so I've been in the simulator quite a lot throughout my whole <laughs> whole racing career in the simulator on that track. Um, so I know it already. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just uh, doing what you can, look a lot of video and, and, and all that stuff. I mean, the same as everyone, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, obviously it's my first time there, uh, but that's that's kind of the story this this year for me. Um, every track I go to is already is my first. I've only been to mid-Ohio this year, and and you can see that that went quite well over, well as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, looking forward, it's such a cool track. Looking forward to get to California. I've, uh, it's a long time since I've been there as well. Um, so yeah. It's uh it'll be good.
0: Fitness specific program that you follow. I'm still catching my breath from CrossFit this morning when you get to be an old man like me trying to put together the fitness. So talk about your fitness regimen and what you do and and how that sets you apart from other other drivers, or is it really something right now that you have to do in order to be able to compete?
1: I mean, I guess you you don't have to do it. Uh, but I I think personally the the better fitness you are the more of an advantage do you have. It's not because these cars are super hard to drive at this point. Uh, obviously they'll get it as you get to indie Pro and Indie Lights and so on. Um, but at this level it's not that much of a, a thing. But but the, l- the stronger you are and the less problems you have driving the car the better it is. And and also the races are are 40 minutes as well. So it's kind of long races. So the better the fitness you are, the more concentrated you can be. And and that's kind of why I, I keep my fitness at the level I do.
0: So I'm probing a little bit. Any uh, heart rate monitor or anything along that line when you're racing? Because... When you get the puncture and have to come in, and being able to rate where you're at or when you're turning that fastest lap, and then how do you recreate that in the gym? Is that anything that you also look at with your coaches?
1: Uh, no, I mean I I stay. I do a lot of my training my by myself. Uh, I don't have a a program specific program that I okay. follow, uh, so I do it all myself. Um, but I know that uh, I know that my heart rate when i'm racing is about 140 to 260 throughout the races wow, um wow. and uh, and obviously that's just what you want to what you want to do uh, what you want to recreate um i do a lot of weight training myself and that's where my main focus is okay. uh, obviously also keeping uh, keeping the cardio stuff in place but but definitely weight training is my uh my main focus um and yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing the most. I'm, I'm
0: 30 years down the line from you, so it will pay off when you get to the, the, the uh, ability to have that fitness and and be able to go through. Mm-hmm. So closing out the season, off season, what are you looking to uh, accomplish? I'm not looking to give away any secrets or anything along that line, but you, you've you made this progression and and looking forward to next season. Mm-hmm. Give me some thoughts on that.
1: Obviously, we are looking. Uh, I'm definitely looking to get over here racing again. Uh, that is my my main goal. Uh, where it's gonna be is uh, is not quite decided yet. Uh, it might be the same team. Team. It might not. Um, we'll see. It depends on on what different uh, what different possibilities comes on the table for me. But yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have a look around. Uh, and see what what possibilities we have and uh, and hopefully we can get out racing again and uh, next year
0: yeah it's nice to have options and i'm sure you'd like to get back at some of these tracks to put down another level or another layer on those tracks that you're familiar with and show what you can really do and and be able to shine especially with that scholarship on the table but Again, having options, uh, you've you've earned it. It looks like it over the last uh, two years with that consistency with the podiums that you had, and uh, you know, pleasure to get to share your story uh, with some of our listeners and and viewers to be able to go through that. I'd Love to catch up with you after Laguna Seca and as the off season progresses and and wherever you end up, I, I know you you listed out your dreams or become a professional race car driver. You. You really don't care what's around you uh, just as long as you get an opportunity to go fast. You mentioned NASCAR a bit. Any thoughts of uh, what it would be like to get into a uh, late model or a stock car or something along that line?
1: Uh, That would definitely be something else. Um, But, yeah, I mean, my main goal right now being in the road to is IndyCar, uh, and that's where my focus is. Um, If I get the possibility of driving a, I mean, a indie well, not <laughs> Indy car, obviously, uh, a prototype car or GT yeah. car or whatever, that, that would be great for me as well if I can make a living out of that. Uh, but Indy car is definitely the main goal right now, and that's where I'm aiming to, to go. There's something about
0: being one of those 33. Uh, that's the whole idea behind this yeah. and going through it. Well. Pleasure to uh, get to speak with you. Appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule. We'll catch up with you after Laguna Seca in the off season. And uh, until next time, keep dreaming.
1: That sounds good. Thank you. All right.
0: Thank you. Bye.